and welcome to Three from the Seven Relics' weekly news podcast, chronicling three of our biggest news stories from the last seven days. You already know who it is. It is Ralph Kenny Sincata, the associate editor of Relics Magazine, and I am joined, as always, by the star of both stage and screen, Karina Reichman. Stage and screen, my friend. Stage and screen. Thank you. I say screen because Karina was featured on the local, I guess you would call it the like public access, but it's very popular in New York. New York One. New York One, baby. Pat Kiernan, you know, George Whipple. These are our, uh, these are our, our, um, (laughs) our tower of power, our, uh, you know, I love those guys. Fuck yeah. New York One. Yeah, totally. I was in, uh, Union Square yesterday and they were like, hey, 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 can we can we get you for a second to talk about uh, vaccine eligibility opening up in New York City? I was like, yeah, no problem. And then bada bing, bada boom, they asked me a couple questions. And uh, next thing you know, people are tweeting (laughs) that I'm on the television this morning. (laughs) I have yet to see it. I turned on New York one for just, uh, you know, like a little bit this morning to try to catch myself. But uh, alas, I, I had to leave before. I saw myself. So there's that. But uh, you, were, you were enlisted as a resident of New York City, not by any musical connection, not unlike when Joe Russo was featured on, I believe, New York One as well, where he was identified as Joe Russo, dog owner. It's good to be a dog owner and it's good to be a New York resident. What can I say? No, totally. I thought of Joe when that was all going down. I was also um, with Katie Benevento, Marco's wife at the time, and my dear friend, uh, who's also named KT, but he is a gentleman, uh, at the uh, Union Square Farmer's Market. Shout out to KT. He always hooks it up. Great meat. He has a sign that says time for the meat stick and Bill Murray (laughs) eats for free. So if you see him, uh, New York City, please uh, get your get your meat products from him. And uh, and both KTs were joking. They were like, ah, Karina, go talk to the go talk to the camera. I was like, yeah, great idea. (laughs) So then I had a nice little, uh, you know, a spectator section. (laughs) So you approached them. They didn't approach you. Well, no, the funny thing is like we were joking about it and then we were basically like getting ready to go, you know, and Katie and I were walking in that direction and then they totally did approach me, you know. So like we like we were just walking by, but then the joke became reality. You know what I'm saying? So it's uh, it's funny. (laughs) Funny how life works that way. It's good. I love uh, I love it. I love it, though. I am, uh, you know, faithful to my uh, my real master, uh, Sandy Kenyon. (laughs) <laughs> who is not a New York One affiliate. He is an Eyewitness News Channel 7 uh, gentleman, but feels uh, feels like a New York rite of passage. Yeah. Feels great. You're feels getting some great, serious so. traction on like the local news circuit these days, Karina. Um, and <laughs> I feel like there's no such thing as bad press. So you don't have a publicist, but if you did, they'd be loving this right now. Oh, well, I hope so. Thanks, Raph. I appreciate that. I really appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this mention of Joe Russo... Leads us perfectly into our first story of the week. The duo have reunited. That is Marco Benevento and Joe Russo. They are longstanding project. They haven't played a show together in over four years. And then they did a pop-up show on the Relics Twitch channel on Monday. And they will actually play a real deal acoustic performance on April 3rd on fans, fans fans.live. Karina, for the uninformed, what is the duo experience? What is it like when you just got Joe and Marco doing their thing? Oh man. I mean, it's, uh, it's one of the finer things in life. If you ask me, uh, they are a force to be reckoned with. They're, uh, incredibly in tune with each other, kind of 
far beyond a lot of uh, people that I've ever seen, to be honest. Not trying to uh, get overly emotional about them here, but... Um, Please do. No, get overly uh, emotional. Do it. Let me tell you, no, like the, the, the music that the duo made truly has has influenced me in ways that I, I can't really even put into uh, concise words. You know, they they play off each other in the most incredible of ways. And, you know, they they toured their asses off you know, from their 20s into their mid 30s. And then kind of it's not that it dissolved, but like, you know, they just started doing various other things. Marco started his solo project and Joe did a million, you know, got in with further. And next thing you know, one thing leads to another. There's the touring juggernaut of uh, Joe Russo's Almost Dead. But um, those two have a musical synergy that is um, one of the rarer, and more beautiful things I've I've been privy to in my lifetime. So it's a beautiful thing. And I know a lot of people, it's like one of those kind of, you know, if you know, you know, <laughs> sort of things. And those who love the duo feel the same way. It's just like, you know, and of course me being, uh, you know, in Marco's band and whatnot, people are always saying to me, oh boy, well, when we saw the duo at <laughs> blah, 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 you know, that's basically like... Uh, become the thing that people like to say to me at shows and whatnot, <laughs> which I, which I really understand because they, uh, they, they captured something that is a really amazing, amazing thing. So, Hey, relics, Twitch channel, way to do it. Way to get it. Super cool. As I said, I, uh, I, uh, reap the benefits of this because Katie, Marco's wife, a dear friend, uh, came down with him to the city yesterday and I got to have lunch with her and, uh, you know, kick it while they were doing their thing so it's very very cool and uh i'm i'm stoked for the duo to it's always fun when they do like these shows every really once in a blue moon these days and they have to dust off the material or whatever just like you know think about doing that thing again and it's it's so cool it's really an amazing thing so that's that's my soapbox rant about the duo what do you got raf what do you got on the set so it's funny <laughs> uh when obviously relics is very involved with this it the pop-up little performance was on monday on our twitch channel and then this kind of more extended set is going to be on uh fans.live which is part of the peter shapiro empire um but it's funny so when we were pub- like publicizing all of this it, it was adamant that this was id'd as an acoustic duo show acoustic but it's so funny to me because and i replied all on like an email chain just being like oh i know i love acoustic drums nothing better than acoustic (laughs) drums (laughs) acoustic drums and acoustic piano if you're not putting either of those in the set i am not here for it and just so funny naturally these instruments are acoustic but i guess it means that uh they're not going to be doing uh nearly as many zips bells and whistles on the electronic looping loopity doopity that they would correct Correct. Correct. That is definitely you. You I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> but uh, you should get in there, Karina. I feel like you. Obviously, you have the Marco connection. You and Marco jam together quite well. Um, and I feel like you get in there with with Russo. Create you and Russo as a rhythm section. Whew, Dios mio. It's been. It's always a pleasure to play with Russo uh, on the kit. I mean, it's insane. But you sound just like the fifty-five-year-old heads who approach me and say the same oh my thing. God, right? oh, <laughs> they could use you up there. They could really use you up there. 
So thanks a lot for uh, triggering me. Well, I am uh, I am nothing if <laughs> not a fifty five year old man trapped in the body of a seven of a twenty seven year old woman. They're like, <laughs> you know, oh, they the way that those guys really brought the energy to sugary. I mean, it's like nothing I've ever seen before. And you know, I used to really hold out on you know, I I wasn't interested in music that uh you know that was played in this sort of bombastic way. But now they use it. It's unbelievable. They could really use you up there. Yeah. Anyway, it's great. It's great. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, your set was okay, but the the Russo Benevento stuff. Now that's really good stuff right there. That's the stuff. Oh, they could use you. Sorry. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. No, I appreciate that sentiment. I super appreciate that sentiment. Well, one of the one of the most insane, uh, you know, moments of my young life was, you know, they did a Benevento Russo Medeski and Martin set at this festival in maryland i want to say like four or five years ago and uh and it was medeski who i hardly knew at the time who you know said to me before the show they're like he was like well you know we don't have a bass player so like please get up here and help us out and i was like ha 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 yeah you got what you know and he was like no i'm not kidding and i was like oh well just just wave me in he's like no i won't wave you in you'll come when it feels right and i was just like holy shit John Medeski saying this to me and then next thing you know I'm like on the side of the stage (laughs) definitely not like you know just trying to watch and whatever and then you know like a quarter of the way through Medeski shoots me these eyes like get over here and I was like "Ah." and then he like literally waves me in very emphatically and I was like okay and then uh, and then I did play I played bass so it was you know Joe Marco Billy and Medeski and then like the snarky puppy horns got up there and it was a great crazy crazy thing and I was you know 22 young dumb ready to go <laughs> so it was epic epic so epic for a spontaneous sit-in like that like so how they must have had a, a like an amp and some backline stuff waiting for you though right because I feel like could well, you well just- yeah yeah, okay. As well, Mark, like, sometimes like the, the mechanics of that I find so interesting where it's just like, get up here. For, and then it's just like, well, are you just like holding a cord looking for somewhere to plug in? <laughs> right. That's, uh, I, I, I think that's always a bizarre look when people do that. <laughs> but no, that was our set. You know, it was like the Marco band played right before ah. that. So my amp and my bass were still on stage. You know, just because I guess Medeski insisted upon it or whatever. And I was just like, wow, this is really blowing my brain right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, totally well, awesome. crazy. But never forget, they could use you up there. They could use you <laughs> up there. I think most bands uh, yeah, could yeah. use Karina Reichman on bass, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, that's hilarious. Thanks, dude. Well, en- enough flattery, enough flattery. Moving on to our second story of the week. Um, David Byrne, the one and only New York uh, icon, will be the voice of a new 55,000 square foot social distance dance club in New York City. It's called Social, in all caps, the Social Distance something my computer's freezing no dance club dance the club social distance dance social club, distance dance club. Thank yeah you thank you i got you my friend no problem i need a new laptop if it hasn't been abundantly clear yet um okay <laughs> but this new awesome space will be located at the park avenue armory it allows people to quote dance in their own socially distant spotlight all while 
David Byrne is like doing instructional dance stuff. Like you'll hear David Byrne's voice being like, and now touch your toes and now spin around. Um, it sounds super cool. It's a moving free form spoken word choreographed experience. Karina, are you in or are you out? I'm totally in as strange as it all sounds. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. And I did watch the teaser video in mm. which it, they only give you about 10 seconds of David Byrne doing some weird shit. And then they say, you know, to see more buy the ticket. And then you could like watch more of the video, <laughs> which I do, which I did not do. Having said that, I, um, I love this. And I don't know, have you been to the Park Avenue Armory, Rav? It is a beautiful space. Beautiful. So anything going down over there, I'm uh, I'm all about. And anything involving David Byrne, honestly, you know, it would have to be really, really off-putting for me to be like, eh, I don't know about that. You know, I, uh, I'm one of those when it comes to Mr. Byrne. So um, I think this is great. And really, truly, Raph, I mean telling you uh, things are looking up over here in uh, in new york city we could uh we could use you over here <laughs> yeah dude but truly it's uh things are things are really starting to come alive the springtime weather is kind of here uh i have put my winter jacket away now i have uh other ones and i'm ready to go dance with uh david byrne at the armory that's so awesome i'm feeling good about it feeling really good about it this dance experience will be open from April 9th to the 22nd, so right around the corner, right in time for those April showers, but not those May flowers. Uh, 100 people are participating at any given time. You're spaced out six feet. It sounds super cool. Karina, you should definitely go and then do like a, a report back to us and our dear listeners and see uh, see what you think of it. I mean, I feel like it, it's required for people to be a little uh, not self-conscious, because I feel like anyone who's sure. like, not not for the faint of heart, not for the shy at heart, I would say. I would agree. Yeah, I think you're probably going to have to do some pretty ridiculous uh, stuff. But, you know, people are going to be masked up. It's a little bit of that anonymity that people, uh, you know, I have a good feeling that people once the masks go away, whenever that may be. Who's to say? I feel like people are going to be like, oh, man, I kind of miss the anonymity. True. <laughs> I love the anonymity of it, honestly. Like the fact that you can just like full like resting like you could just like fully have like a frown on all day and no one even knows or cares is amazing i love it <laughs> see you see we're already lamenting the loss exactly <laughs> i can i can you know wh hush and whisper under my breath <laughs> and just go about, go about my day <laughs> i just like it i the part that i do like about it actually you know what this is like a cause and effect problem here because i have all this mask knee that I'm happy mm. that the mask hides. <laughs> oh, but then it, the mask so, causes it. This is a chicken and an egg for sure. You see, it's a chicken and egg. It's a uh, it's a humdinger of a uh, what do you call it? Like a uh, <laughs> a catch twenty two. Is that what they call it? Anyway, it's great. We love it. Oh yeah, quick go see David Byrne. Mm. Go to the social distance dance club. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say quick aside while we're talking about masks. We did have a listener reach out to us and email us that they thought we were a little flippant about the Billy Strings show last week. Last week, if you missed the episode, Billy Strings played a show in St. Augustine, Florida, and some fans kind of ditched the pod setup and ended up kind of rushing the stage. And Karina and I were making cracking jokes as we do, making jokes about how bluegrass whipped people into a frenzy, not unlike during Prohibition. They said jazz did the same thing. Um but overall, I do not want people to think that either of us are flippant about that experience. I fully would have an anxiety attack. I have an anxiety attack when people are near me with a mask and they happen to sneeze. So overall, 
Uh, Karina, I just want to make sure we assure our listeners that uh, we are indeed taking this pandemic seriously. If anything, people think I take it too seriously. I've been told by oh, multiple certainly. people. So. <laughs> <laughs> As have I. No, absolutely. I'm right there with you. I hope that uh, it wasn't coming across that way. And like, you know, we covered that story because we were shocked by it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And we were like, oh, wow. What would what? You know? like the pictures and video that we saw from that were uh, alarming to us, you know? So that's definitely, you know, an indicator as well. And uh, yes, we are not flippant. We are not flippant. No, never. Karina and I making jokes? Never. Never. Using humor as a coping mechanism? Me? Never. Ah, Never, ever. Not a day in my life. I've (laughs) never, not a day in my life. (laughs) If you're not laughing, you're crying. If you're not laughing, you're crying. (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> anyway, moving on to our third story of the week. Now that we got that uh, that uh, paperwork all cleared up, uh, Bob Weir, the Bob Weir cover story. We had him on the cover of March uh, for Relics Magazine, of course, the beautiful company that puts this this uh, beautiful program in your ears. We had Bob on the cover in March, and now the cover story is out there on the interweb for you, the listener, the reader, the person who is tuned in right now to consume it's an awesome cover story it's called saint of circumstance named after one of my favorite dead songs and bob goes into all of the nitty-gritty about the grateful dead's place in popular culture bob weir and wolf bros his you know his he spins po- sp- uh what's the word i'm thinking of waxes poetic on uh the collective unconscious uh a lot of cool stuff in there so yeah people uh, that's what i'm doing for the third story this week people should go to relics.com and read that uh read that periodical that we have offered to the people karina you should uh you should give it a give it a read i'm gonna give it a read and i all you know i cannot uh, stress enough people at raf i mean you know the the stuff that you got going on behind the scenes here at relics hq it really the gears do not turn without raf in fact raf uh uh, you know, not to toot her horn for her, but man, the muscle that you put behind this, uh, you know, getting a Bob Weir cover story live and popping, it takes so much. And I just, I'm I'm in awe of you constantly and uh, the effort that it takes to make their magazine run, make the website run, to, you know, the cogs in the machine. It's a crazy thing. So I always love to check it all out and uh i'm just happy to be your pal so thanks thank you i appreciate that sentiment my friend i really do um so that kind of does it for our three stories of the week but karina i will kind of toss it to you of like what do you got going on in your life what are you up to tonight what are you doing tonight karina reichman what (laughs) what is a typical we are recording on tuesday what's a typical tuesday for young kr well you know today is actually a bit of a you know a lot going on i have uh, i will teach a zoom lesson to a gentleman named greg um, uh, where I will teach him how to play the bass guitar, um, from seven to eight. And then, um, me and my two dear friends are actually going into the recording studio on Sunday oh, yeah. to record one song. And, uh, today is kind of the last moment for us to, um, have a final rehearsal. So I will be then going from Manhattan to Williamsburg to my studio uh to kind of dust it all off even though we rehearsed on sunday we take the shit seriously and uh yeah i will be teaching a lesson from seven to eight and rehearsing from nine until question mark so that's uh that's what we got tomorrow i'm in the studio as well but a different well like me and it's like basically me and just a producer um working on karina music uh thursday I don't even know what's going to happen on Thursday. No idea. Uh, I can't even tell you what's happening on Friday. I have a gig with John Medeski and John Morgan Kimock on Saturday, which is oh, sold yeah. out. 
and uh, Sunday I go in the studio. So it's actually really, really like starting to feel pretty real again, Raph. I'm yeah, very dude. delighted and excited. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Um, the journalist that I am, I will ask a follow-up question. You mentioned you are doing a lesson with a gentleman named Greg. Is it Greg Ormont, a.k.a. Scramble Greg from Pigeons Playing Ping Pong? It is not, but shout out to my friend Scrambled Greg. This is a gentleman named, uh, I, I, I actually, I'll keep him anonymous, but is you it, know, he is a... Is uh, it the ghost of Greg Allman? It might be. <laughs> it is a gentleman named Greg who lives in the beautiful suburb of Montclair, New Jersey, and, uh, you know, wanted to... Wanted to try taking a couple lessons from me, and he's been doing amazing work. And I'm so proud when my students start to flourish and get their own ideas out, you know, on the frets. And it's just a beautiful thing. I never thought I would ever teach, but this pandemic has shown me I actually, believe it or not, teach quite a bit. <laughs> so it's uh, it's been really fun. I have, you know one very dear student named Mason who is 15 at this point who I had a lesson with on Sunday and one named Willa who is nine who is just an absolute star and uh you know those are my young ones but I I you know Greg uh is in his 40s I got another in his 50s I got I got we're all we're all over the place Raph yeah. it's a delightful thing yeah. I love uh the spectrum of human life it's just exactly. a beautiful thing the, the children and uh, 40 year old men of America are in safe hands with Karina at the helm. It's a beautiful thing. Amen. The, the, the bass st strings are quite strong on the East Coast and only getting stronger. Karina, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your busy, busy week, increasingly busy because things are getting so much better out there. Uh, it looks like there's light on the horizon, folks. Very excited about what the future holds. Very excited about the, what the present holds. I will be watching Fish tonight. It's Tuesday. We got dinner and a movie gonna watch a 98 show from island tour life is good or as good as it can be oh, in such a scenario baby <laughs> i couldn't agree more this is big this is really big i ask anybody listening to subscribe to relics magazine relics.com slash subscribe it's a beautiful thing i keep saying that but we're gonna keep it rocking and rolling subscribe to us follow us on instagram at three from the seven or at relics mag email me and karina raff and karina at gmail.com if you feel we are being flippant or not flippant enough uh, Relics uh, 3 from the 7 is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our producer is Will Schwerd. Our audio engineer is... James Van Korf, James people. Van Korf. James Van Korf. We love him. We couldn't do this without him. Huge fan. This is great stuff. I can't wait for you to meet him. Raph, Raph's been on the West Coast since James has taken over. That's true. James and has he's a delightful over. guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, Karina, I love you like a sister. I hope you have a wonderful week. Uh, I hope everybody else listening has a wonderful week. And do you want to bid them one last as you? This all, I couldn't agree more, Raph. And never forget, they could use you up there. And um, uh, yeah, everybody, I really hope you do have a wonderful week. And I hope, uh, you know, the tides of spring are being kind to you and others. And I hope, uh, I really, really hope things uh, keep progressing in the ways in which uh, they seem to be. So be well, everybody. Be well, Raph. You guys all take care. Subscribe to Relics. Check out the Bob Weir cover story. Be good to yourself. Be good to others. You can't be good. Be honest. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye.